In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. Let the light of your face shine upon me. Watch over me, lead me, and guide me. That with you evermore I shall be. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. Mary, my mother, Saint Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. So reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak to the heart of Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service has ended, that her guilt is expiated, that she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. A voice proclaims in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill made low. The rugged land shall be a plain, the rough country a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah is probably the most famous Advent Reading where Isaiah says, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. And, and these are the words of the prophet Isaiah that also are in the New Testament used to refer to John the Baptist. Right? And, and so in Isaiah's prophecy, like, it's, it's really this image of actually preparing a way, like preparing a road. And... Um, and then in John's gospel, it, it switches to the, the voice of a person crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. And, and the person crying out in the desert is John, and who's, who's really preparing that way you know, in our hearts. And, and the imagery that Isaiah uses, I think can be really useful for us, especially as we're beginning this like journey through the Advent season. We're just about through the first week. And, um, and so it's good to kind of take a pause and say, okay, like how am I doing? And am I really like entering into this, this Advent season? Or, you know, is there just like a lot of distraction and sometimes we have good intentions and, and those, those distractions just come up. And Isaiah says, every valley shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill made low. 
the rugged land shall be a plain, the rough country, a broad valley. And it always reminds me of um, my time in the military and especially when we had to do like land navigation and I was learning to read maps and, and looking at contour lines on the map. And um, because sometimes the shortest distance between two points is not a straight line, depending on where the contour lines are that show like the elevation, right? Like if you stay in the same elevation, it's actually easier to travel than if you're like going down and up and down and up and down and up. And those become obstacles to us, like valleys become obstacles when we're moving from one place to another. Mountains become obstacles when we're moving from one place to another. Or the rugged land becomes an obstacle. And I remember being on a movement once and, and I was like, okay, so you plot your distance between two points and you're following a compass and a map and then there's all these like brambles and, and like trees and you kind of try to walk through it and you're getting scraped in the face and you sort of do the spin move to try to get out of it. And, and then you end up like going the wrong direction. And sometimes that happens to us in life, right? Like sometimes that happens to us in, in the way that we're walking in our faith life. That, you know, we, we think we're on a good path and then sort of like things happen and, and we try to do these spin moves to get out of them and, and then we end up like going over here. And sometimes it's not till later that we realize like, oh, like I got completely off track. And so, so that image of mountains and valleys or the rough places where we get stuck, like those are good places to start. Kind of in our prayer during this Advent season, during this Advent journey or this sort of extended Advent retreat. And, and I really do hope that, you know, this morning's holy hour and next week's sort of three-hour day of recollection and the holy hour the week after can be a retreat for, for those of us that are too busy to take a whole weekend off. And all the talks will be available on a podcast and, and findable later. So just continue to guide our reflection. And, and so... So that at the beginning of this season, we might examine our conscience and just say, like, where are the valleys in my life or where are the mountains in my life? And, and in other words, where are those obstacles to encountering our Lord? And, and the first place that we can look is just sort of doing an examination of conscience. Like, like where is there sin in my life? that I need to get out of my life? Like, what do I need to bring to confession? And what do I need to repent of? And we might look at various ways of doing that examination of conscience. There's the Ten Commandments and going through those. There's looking at the Beatitudes and how am I, listing, how am I living those. Or just kind of running through, like, like, where am I being prideful? Where have I engaged in gluttony? Where have I engaged in avarice or, or being preoccupied with money? Where have I been slothful or lazy? Where am I falling into 
to lust and, and really any kind of fantasy. Even the kind of fantasy that's the fantasy of what if my life was different? Because all of those things, they become obstacles to encountering our Lord. You know, another kind of place where we can get stuck is in resentment. And like, where am I harboring resentment? You know, and how do we know if we're harboring resentment? Usually we know if we're having a lot of conversations in our head or we're having a lot of arguments in our head or we're trying to prove somebody else is wrong and we're right. How much of our mental space are we preoccupied with other people? Sometimes it's when, you know, we don't even really want to be in relationship with those people, but they occupy like 85% of our thoughts. And so what do we need to let go of and, and what, what needs to be forgiven? You know, fears can also be an obstacle or a place that we get stuck. Fear can be like, like those kind of bramble places in the rough terrain where we get, we get kind of turned around and, and pointed in the wrong direction. And those might be fears about you know, what's going to happen in our country, what's going to happen in the midst of the pandemic, what's going to happen to the church. And when we get stuck in that, we can, we can just get, end up like pointed in the wrong direction and looking to the wrong things as a solution. And it's very easy for us to forget that Jesus is the one that can restore everything to order, that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, that Jesus is our Savior, and that he's real, and that he can do all those things. He can deliver us. And it's just easy to forget that. You know, I know in my own life, like when that happens is when, when I get caught up in fears, and if, I'm, if I articulate those fears well, Usually it's something like this, like, like there's all these sort of things going wrong or misperceptions or, or people don't understand my life and, and then other people are getting in the way and then, and then like I have this like fear, like, you know, I'm going to get shut down and I won't be able to do ministry and then like people won't hear the gospel preached and then like they won't be saved and all of a sudden like I'm personally responsible for saving everybody. Like how did that happen? You know, like if this one person gets off track, it's going to throw off everything and, and I forget that, oh wait, like there's a savior and it's not me. You know, there's a savior and it's not me. And, and I'm sure like sometimes like that can be a temptation for parents as well. You know, like, like, oh, if I do, if this one thing happens, like my child's going to be gone and they're going to be lost forever. And, and it like, I have to do this or else I'm going to. But our Lord is the one, right? Our Lord is the one. And the image that came to mind today as, as I was preparing was. Um, it was just a retreat I took part in 
And um, it was the marriage healing retreat that happened earlier in the summer. And, um, and Dr. Bob Schutz, he always does these kind of sculptings, which sometimes make people feel uncomfortable, but they're actually like really powerful. And, and so he, he sort of has people and this like human sacred art. And so he has people that like one person is Mary and one person is Joseph and then somebody's Jesus and, and somebody represents a couple and somebody represents the couple in their youth or whatever. And, um, and the team discerned like that they wanted to ask me to be Jesus in this sculpt. And, and so I was Jesus in the sculpt. And, and there was this scene where like, it was just representing the chaos in people's lives, you know? And everybody's kind of turned away and, and this couple's like turned away from each other. And, and, um, and then there's like the Trinity in the center. And, and then there was this point at which he was like, okay, so now you go do, I'm, I'm gonna just like let you go and like you bring the people the way you think it should be. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm Jesus. I have to go and get everybody and I have to bring them in and I have to do this like just right. And, uh, and I wanted, you know, everybody like to sort of come into the center, like around the Trinity. And I get up and I start wandering around. And then as, I, as I'm going to feed people, like everybody's just passing me and they're just automatically going there. And I turned around and I was like, huh, like I didn't actually have to do everything. <laughs> like the Holy Spirit actually like did that for me. And, um, and it's a lesson that I have to go back to over and over and over again, that, that the Holy Spirit can do that for me. And, and that's what he desires, right? That's what he desires. And so sometimes the obstacle is just like that we, we lose sight of the fact that, that we need a savior and that Jesus is the one that's come to save us. And, and if we slow down and just like sit with him, And truly just focus on preparing the way in our heart and getting rid of those mountains, valleys, brambles, whatever it is. And we can see them more clearly. And that starts with being really honest with him in our prayer and, and being honest with him about where those obstacles are, being honest with him about what those mountains are, what those valleys are, what what those places are that we get stuck in. And just being really honest. But Father, like Jesus already knows because he knows everything. Well, it's different when we start with, from a place of being honest. You know, I was directing a retreat and, um, and this person I had on retreat, they, were, they just felt stuck and they weren't getting, they were like, Jesus didn't show up. Jesus didn't show up again today. And I don't know what's wrong. Jesus didn't show up. And, uh, and I just sort of refocused this person on, why don't we just start, well, why don't you just go to our Lord with all the, like, the places where you're stuck? Like, why don't you start with where you're stuck in sin instead of starting with like everybody else's problems that need to be solved? And then the next day when we had direction, he was like, oh, Jesus showed up. You know, because our Lord is interested in healing us. Our Lord is interested in our conversion. And so if we begin this Advent season with, okay, these are the places that I need to make straight in my life. And we really allow him to do that. We can be prepared to receive him with great joy when we celebrate him at Christmas. And, and so I just invite you today to, to just have a really honest conversation with our Lord about that and, 
and just kind of where you are in your own heart or in your relationships and your family. And ask him to, to assist you in, in removing whatever obstacles there are and truly building a highway for him. That we may clearly hear his voice and receive him with great joy as we continue this Advent pilgrimage towards the coming of our Lord at Christmas.